The Inflation Reduction Act has raised the federal solar investment tax credit from 26 to 30 percent. That's a fantastic opportunity for residents and businesses to invest in solar. The rebate includes solar power with battery backup. There may be additional solar incentives depending on the location of the property. Solar power with battery backup can keep your lights on and heat running when a summer or winter storm hits. Solar and electric vehicle are the perfect pair. Kick fossil fuels to the curb at home and on the road by using solar power to power your EV at home or provide them as a service to your business employees and customers. Now's a great time to secure your spot for next year's installation. Might want to act soon. According to some studies, one in four homeowners want to invest in solar within the next five years, but the grid is limited capacity. Grab your opportunity while you can before someone else does. Go to allenergysolar.com. Welcome back to the Cheryl Reeves Show. Uh, still, I'm still fascinated by what happened in Australia. I wanted to hit a couple more topics before we get on to more uh, current events with Cheryl about the Lynx and the Wolves and the WNBA. Did you learn anything about your team in Australia that will affect your decision-making going forward, either about players or schemes? Uh, with regard to the Lynx team? No, no. With, uh, with regard to... Uh, to Team USA and and how you want to play and and what kind of style you want to play that kind of thing. Yeah, and I think we started that in February, and so you know, okay. that's a good question in terms of, you know, we were able to fulfill what we set out to do uh, as a staff when we when we started this thing and what we thought our strengths were, and we we started playing that way in February. You know, a little bit different personnel wasn't the complete team, and then had a chance to and Sydney had the complete team and you know and, and take that for uh, a test drive, if you will, and. Uh, I thought it was wildly successful. And, um, you know, I, I think the time in between um, a World Cup and, and the Olympics, you know, a lot can happen. And so you just it doesn't really pay to uh, consider, you know, who who might be a part of it. You're hoping, you know, that a lot of the ones that were a part of it have a chance to do it again. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll try to build on what we've already gotten established as far as an identity. And I, I saw some of the games in Australia. I didn't see all of them. Is Do you have a... Uh... You know, if you were describing to somebody who hadn't seen your games how you want to play, what would you emphasize? Uh, we we emphasized that we wanted to play with some great pace and and play off of our defense, um, and and half court execution, you know, was something that that um, um, that I felt like was going to be a growth point that as we kind of got more used to each other, et cetera. But we really wanted to, uh, to be physical defensively. We wanted to, to be long and, 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 uh, athletic and, and that sort of thing. And, and, um, kind of the idea that we were going to be disruptive and, and be able to play out of that and play with some force, uh, running towards the offensive end. And, and that was, that was something that they re- it really resonated with them and they did a great job of that. I thought when you watched us play, we were fun. You know, we, we were we were difficult to play against and, and thought we had fun in, in the way that we, you know, I think, energized each other in terms of uh, what we were given on the defensive end and rebounding. And, and uh, you know, when you get easier baskets, you know, the, the game is much, much simpler. No doubt about it. This is the Cheryl Reeve Show, part of TalkNorth.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Livia, Rudy Luther Toyota, Cara Quinn, my realtor, SuccessfulMarketingGroup.com, All Energy Solar, 
and TSR Injury Law. Uh, thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. You can find the archives of the Cheryl shows at talknorth.com. You can follow us on Twitter at talknorthpod to see all the shows as they are released. Uh, best way to listen, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It is free. It is easy. Thanks to our producer, Brandon Morton. And once again, thanks for listening to talknorth.com and Cheryl's show. We really do appreciate it. So uh, what's next for you now, both in terms of Team USA and, uh, and the links? Well, Team USA, we will start to plan our February window. You know, th- those are some some constants in the USA basketball world. Uh, the February window, uh, which is a, a FIBA break, uh, the national teams typically have a chance to get together and have a training camp. Uh, that that is something that's that's in the works as far as planning. Um, and then, um, you know, we have to. You know, FIBA is always kind of you know moving moving the target, if you will. And so there'll be some qualification tournaments we're not quite sure of of what that's going to look at look like just yet so right now i'd say that it's a little bit shorter view in that we're focused on on february and we'll go from there Uh, and with with regard to the WNBA, i think you saw the news of the uh, WNBA draft lottery uh, occurring on november 11th Um, so you know unfortunately that's something we're a part of and hopefully we turn it into really good fortune and uh, so that's something that that we've got uh, circled on our calendars as well as uh, that's also a you know, the, the start of, of the scout season. Uh, so we're going to be, you know, traveling uh, to, to some, some big time games that, that happen in the non-conference schedules. And so it, it'll be starting up again soon as far as us starting to, to, uh, to shape the roster. In men's sports, we've seen uh, incredible growth in the size of uh, the organizations and the staff, scouting, uh, you know, assistants have now have assistants. Uh, in NFL teams and a lot of a lot of NBA teams, how many people do you have at your disposal when it goes to scouting for for the links? No, it's just our staff, and and so no, it has not trickled down uh, to <laughs> to women's sports. Uh, you know, we we don't have the bandwidth typically uh, that has been built uh, in men's sports. And men's sports have been doing this a lot longer, uh, and and just the pure economics, um, you know, the way that uh, you know we're, we're treated and from a, from a business standpoint versus our male counterparts. Uh, we don't have uh, the depth of, of the, the abilities that exist, that we don't have uh, scouts around throughout the country or throughout the world. Um, you know, it, what you see are, are coaches that are on the bench, uh, Claire DeWilliams, uh, that, that's, that's who's uh, out there sort of uh, doing the homework on players and, and you know, preparing ourselves for, um, you know, what, what's next for our roster. So the WNBA lottery will be November 11th. Um, South Carolina and Maryland, I believe, is the game. I think this is the third year that the WNBA has held the lottery in conjunction or around a, a college game. Do you like that setup? Uh, sure. You know, I, 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 I'd like to, you know, have, have our draft uh, known, our draft lottery known uh, sooner. But in terms of the, the setup, I think whatever works, I, I, I know that those are conversations that we're just not privy to and, in terms of planning around this, I think it's um, certainly interesting this year with regard to the game. You know that we're going to be on before that game, and then we're going to be watching some some draft prospects in that game. So it, it certainly makes sense to me. And um, you know, if it works for you know Kathy and company and, and ESPN, then I suppose it works for us too. Of course, you'd like the number one pick, uh, but where does where you pick? Uh, factor into how you will pursue other avenues of player acquisition this offseason? I mean, in other words, will you have a different plan if you get the number one pick versus the number four pick? Yeah, I think that's that's probably you know, true for, for everybody, yeah. uh, given who the number one pick will, will be. So, yeah, no question. If you get 
uh, one versus four, you know, there, there are different thought processes. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, those, I, I guess what I like is, you know, before long, th- those things will be known, you know, as, as we, you know, begin to have conversations with other teams and, you know, things start to take shape. So you, you are doing three jobs right now, general manager, links coach, and team USA coach. Uh, how busy has it been? How difficult has it been? And, uh, is there going to be a time where it's almost, I don't want to use the word overwhelming, but it's, uh, where your schedule's absolutely packed. Well, I would say that, you know, I've been doing this since 2014 with regard to USA basketball. Know that I haven't been the head coach, but the time commitment is consistent. Uh, it's just simply now that I run the practice rather than support, uh, or I, I, you know, make decisions that's not going to require extra time. Uh, I think in terms of the general manager part, we were just having this conversations with some, some of my counterparts in the league that things have changed dramatically with regard to the position of general manager. Uh, you know, the one that, you know, in the off season prior to when Roger Griffith was, you know, able to be the executive vice president of the Timberwolves and Lynx, uh, you know, and, and his, his day job, um, required a lot more time from him. He was able to be a general manager, uh, as well during that time, things have changed so dramatically that, um, you know, you're, you're now in our league, you're seeing, uh, a general manager and a coach. In other words, beyond one person. And, um, you know, that's something I think for, for me, um, certainly would, would be open to, you know, having more help. Uh, and I think that's, you know, that's certainly, uh, you know, I think each franchise is, is starting to make those decisions because, uh, of the year round nature uh, of what a general manager is doing and, you know, had, had, uh, you know, like I said, just those recent conversations, you know, that's the off season has changed <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. And, that, and that's, boy, I've seen that happen with so many sports. I mean, when I first started covering the NFL late eighties, they went dark for three or four months and really people yep. had time to vacation or whatever. And, uh, and now it's a 12 month business on purpose. And I think the WNBA is headed that way. I agree. No, no question about it. We're definitely well on our way. Have you had any more conversations with anybody, either whether it's Lori or A-Rod or anybody else in the organization about your future? Yeah, we, they're ongoing conversations. We, we have not, we um, unfortunately have not been able to, you know, to get where, where I think we both would like to go, but they're ongoing conversations. Okay. Um, I, I've avoided talking about this too often, uh, but you know, it's Brittany Griner's birthday this week. Uh, players are, re- are you know reaching out to her in whatever way they can. They're making their their emotions. Uh, and this is it. This is such a brutal topic because you know no plea anybody in America makes is going to be helpful because we're dealing with a, a psychopath. We're dealing with somebody who's committing genocide in Ukraine. Uh, I I don't know. I just wanted to you know give you the opportunity to say whatever you want to say about Brittany Griner at this juncture. Well, I, I think that what we can all do is uh, keep, you know, keep um, faith and hope um, that this will come to an end very, very soon. I think that's all we ever really, um, you, you can't take that away from us. Uh, can't take that away from Brittany. And I think that's what we are all focused on is, you know, keeping that hope alive, that faith uh, that, that things will, will, will for her, will, will turn um, to where she's home with, with her family. And that's, that's what we think about every day. Uh, and we wish her happy birthday and, and, uh, certainly, uh, are thinking of her every day and, 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 uh, her family as well. Uh, 
Yes, no doubt about it. Um, hey, let's uh, let's uh, thank uh, much more I want to get to here. Uh, we're going to buzz through a few more topics. We do want to thank uh, our, our primary sponsor, Livia. There is nothing more important than your health. I find that timing is everything, and joining Livia has turned out to be really special. I want to be healthy for the long term for myself and my family. My favorite part of Livia, besides the food and the program, is the knowledge I've gained on how to eat smarter. Livia, you get the kind of personal accountability we are all looking for, and there is no other program out there that offers that. And right now, Livia is offering the Simple Start Plan for just $59. You will receive one-on-one personalized and guided support online or in person from their team of experts. To find out more, visit Livia.com or call 855-GO-LIVIA. I'm so glad I made that choice. Ready for a women-forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. Ten cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. Sete Coley is a family-owned Twin Cities-based home remodeling real estate and property management company offering personalized service and outstanding client care. Sete Coley means seven hills and not in the seven hills of Rome, Italy. They provide home remodeling, realtor services, property management, and they also offer wraparound services. If you're a homeowner considering a home improvement project, Cara can help you evaluate the impact of a remodel on your home's market value. If you're a prospective home buyer, Cara can help you assess the cost and logistics of updating the home you buy. If you plan on selling your home, Cara can guide you in, a, in preparing your home for the market. Can even send a crew to carry out the work, ensuring that your home stands out from the competition. If you're interested in purchasing an investment property, Cara can help you find a profitable deal. And if you wish, can manage the property for you from tenant placement and turnover to property management. Of course, I use Cara to sell my house, to prep my house, to stage my house. Uh, she's great at all this stuff. I highly recommend it. Check them out at settecolimn.com. That's S-E-T-T-E-C-O-L-L-I-M-N.com. Check them out at Facebook and on Instagram. Thank you to Glory and Successful Marketing Group. They created and manage all the social media for The Cheryl Reeve Show. If you're looking for a social media for your business, I would highly recommend you contact her at glory at successfulmarketinggroup.com. Uh, thanks, Glory's been a big asset to the network and this show all along. Highly re- recommend working with her. I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, I'm hoping to have a conversation with Rebecca Brunson here soon on a few topics. You know, is she a Hall of Famer? Rebecca Brunson is absolutely a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and yet, um, she, she's is she going to get into the Hall of Fame? Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, as far as eligibility and that sort of thing, I, I, I should I should brush up on that um, as far as who's eligible. But uh, I remember when Lindsay was eligible, and and you know, I was a part of the process of um, you know preparing some recommendations, et cetera, as to why she was a Hall of Famer. Uh, I haven't received anything like that, so I'm not sure if she's eligible at this point. Uh, but she will be uh, a Hall of Famer. There's no question about it. I mean, she's got more championships than any other player that's ever played in the league. Uh, and then obviously she sits at the top of, um, you know, from a, a defensive rebounding standpoint, um, it would be a big miss if, if that were not the case. Yeah, I'm glad to hear you say that because I, I, I haven't looked, I guess I hadn't looked that dif- deeply into her eligibility, but I just figured, you know, on the one hand, she was always a little bit below the radar, but 
if you're talking about basketball experts uh, making the decision, they should recognize uh, championships, the defense, uh, the def- the rebounding. Uh, you know, just I mean, the the resume it would seem to me uh, to be undeniable. I couldn't agree more. Okay, uh, how's Fee doing these days? <laughs> Fee's doing well. Um, as we know that she she was uh, married um, to um, longtime boyfriend Alex. Uh, in St. Louis. I, I'm, I'm losing track of the time. I, I believe um, she's either currently on their honeymoon or has just recently returned from, from their honeymoon. And I know when I spoke to, to Fee recently, she says, I'm just really ready to get back to, you know, start to work on her game. And, and she's really excited about uh, the time that she's going to put in and, and uh, who she wants to be when she returns to the court for the Lynx in April. Have you talked Syl into coming back yet? <laughs> no, Fee, Fee, at the wedding, Fee was trying to, uh, you know, say, we need to talk to Syl about playing again. I said, that's just not happening. Uh, so, uh, no, I, I have not had any luck in, in doing so, but I, I think Fee was working on it. <laughs> yeah. Have you talked to Syl about anything recently? Yeah, we talked at the wedding. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, we, cool. you know, we, how she's doing, that sort of thing. So she'll always be in our lives. Yeah. Anything new with her? Uh, not that I know of. She, she's navigating, um, you know, just – kind of this this new life of not uh you know having to go to the sand pit to work out we, we did talk mm-hmm. about that and you know and, um i told her i wouldn't blame her if she never went back to that sand pit if she never drove by that sand pit <laughs> uh and and uh i think she's enjoying you know she's 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 um somebody who loves her home and, and taking care of her home and and her plants and and having her family and uh so i'm quite sure that you know she's soaking all that up uh, Jess Shepard seems to be having another good uh, European season. What have you heard or seen? Yeah, I was in touch with Jess uh, a couple of weeks ago. Jess participated also in a three-on-three uh, competition uh, while she was she was home from overseas. I'm not quite sure how all that works in terms of when they are off and when they're over there. But I know that Jess was back stateside and, and participated in some three-on-three and was asked to uh, to to kind of continue on. And, and um, she's got to figure out the balance of her European, um, um, uh, requirements and, and what she can't do. So, but Jess, you know, she just continues with her upper trajectory and, you know, she's playing on a, on a little bit better team, um, in Italy and, and, and doing well. And, you know, I, I wouldn't, I'm not surprised by, you know, what, what we're seeing so far and hopefully it will continue for her. And what's, what's your hope or plan for her? I mean, what, what can she bring to the franchise if she's as good as, you know, I think both of us think she is. Yeah, I think I think in terms of we've said this about Jess, and, and and I've told Jess this directly. We have such an affinity for the things that she does in terms of the the winning things, whether she rebounds the ball, whether she's able to pass to get you easy baskets. There's uh, there's a way that she plays the game that you really enjoy watching her, uh, and I know that players really enjoy playing with her. Uh, Nafisa in particular, uh, Jess and Fee, if you remember, had a had a nice synergy, and and so you know I know Jess is excited to you know, to get back with Fee and, and, and Jess has played a, a more prominent role, uh, like she did this season. And, you know, I don't know what the roster is going to look like, so it's hard for me to project exactly what it's going to be. But I think for Jess, you know, what she can control is just her continued improvement. And, you know, I think the the next part for her is, you know, she has a lot of confidence offensively, uh, when she plays, uh, in Europe and Italy, I think it's that, you know, sort of, you know, now as we have a, a different team at a different era, you know, her taking on more of a load uh, in her individual offense. So not just the passing or the offensive rebounds, but, you know, her ability to, you know, take and make shots, you know, that I think that's the next evolution for her. 
We are talking here on Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday night. The Timberwolves open their season, maybe the most anticipated opener in franchise history, at least one of them. Any any more thoughts about the Wolves and what they're what they are looking forward to here? I just I'm I'm really excited about um, you know some of the projected um, you know finishes. Uh, I think actually uh, you know Britt Robeson just did a uh, I think it was it was I, I saw this on on social media that um, he has them you know finishing fourth. Uh, so that's you know obviously they got things got to go well. You got to stay healthy and you know you got to have that chemistry and that sort of thing. But uh, I'm really confident in the group over there. That's um, that that you know Chris Finch is. Great communicator, you know, great schemes. And um, I think fans have every reason in the world to be super excited about what they're going to see from the Wolves this season. And it opens tomorrow night. Opens tomorrow night. And uh, given the, the nature of the schedule, I would expect them to get off to a really good start. I, I, I've been looking at it, and there are a lot of variables in the Western Conference. I, I just think this is a third or fourth place team. Uh, if given reasonable health, uh, but what do I know? We'll see. It, it, the, the great thing is it's going to be fascinating to watch. Um, and any thoughts on uh, Whale, Whalen's team? Boy, she, she has this great recruiting class. I don't know how long it takes to to get it rolling, you know, at that level. But uh, I I think they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I'm excited uh, as a season ticket holder. I'm excited to get over there and uh, start watching the team. I know they've been working extremely hard, and I know that they're having fun. Uh, and and uh, yeah, I can't wait for them to start as well. Uh, let's get a final thought from Cheryl. Once again, thanks to all of our sponsors. Thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, thanks to our producer again, Brandon Morton. And uh, check out TalkNorth.com. If you like basketball, you might check out the John Krasinski show as well. Having John on uh, the Wolves and Cheryl talking about the links. Pretty good combination for us. Uh, so, Cheryl, uh, lead us out any way you like. Well, I'd like to talk about voting if we good. could. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about how, you know, 20 years ago, just, just being unaware of the importance of midterms. And we've learned, I think a lot of us have learned so much, um, you know, over the last decade or so. Uh, about the you know the influence that we can have and you know I've made my plans uh, I've made sure that I can either absentee ballot uh, or or be in person I just don't know what my travel schedule is going to be just yet uh, and that, so you have to think about it you've got to be intentional and you've got to be prepared to vote and midterms are awfully important as we are we are finding out and so I hope everyone that's listening is has a plan to vote please please vote this might be the most important midterm election in American history, go vote. And the thing is, if you're listening to the Cheryl Reeves show, we have a pretty good idea where your heart is and uh, go act on it. So thanks to Cheryl. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon.